Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning. You finally made it to the midweek, the good old hump day. So hope everybody's excited and just giddy that, to know that uh, you're halfway through the week. And uh, glad you all could join me this morning. I hope everybody had a great night's rest. And appreciate you all coming together to join me this morning for our morning uh, devotions. And um, i tell you one thing's for sure. I um, really am growing tired of my uh, lap, I mean my iPad not wanting to cooperate with me. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, let's see what we got watching this morning. got Kim Stephen Hensley, Angel Dixon, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Brandy Boyd Young, and many, many more that I see are watching but those are only the names that i do see so if you're watching and i did not call your name it's only because i did not see it so i do appreciate you all tuning in and so at this time my friends let's do our morning pledge of allegiance attention salute and pledge i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, will hide its words of my heart that I might not sin against God. Alrighty, praise the Lord for that, uh, those pledges this morning. Good morning, Mike Yesley, Carolyn Kelly. Appreciate you for tuning in. You know, my friends, I uh, uh, it's just um, you know saying those pledges and the freedom that we have in this country. Uh, you know, I was uh, reading a little article this morning uh, from Ken Ham. Uh, he's the one that has the Creation Museum up in Kentucky and uh, the Ark Encounter up there. In fact, we've brought him in. Hello, Debbie Jackson. Up. We've brought him in to, to speak here. A great guy. But uh, he had an article on there showing uh, our wonderful and intelligent Vice President about as smart as a rock, uh, said that uh, uh, you don't have to give up your uh, Christian convictions uh, to support abortion. Uh, it just It's, it's mind-numbingly stupid stuff like that that is just like, how in the world did she get in the position that she is in? Uh, you know, it, apparently it must, you don't have to be very smart to be a, an attorney or a lawyer. I, I mean, you know, based on her qualities, you know, uh, but uh, uh, to make a statement like, yeah, she probably couldn't even tell you one of the Ten Commandments, really. I mean, she's, they're all a bunch of godless, evil, wicked people. And uh, they're showing these um, pro-life, Washington, uh, 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 D.C., they were protesting to try to um, keep abortion going in you had the pro-choice lunatics out there and one woman got in a, uh, this girl's face young girl she this is an older woman told her she ought to be raped uh, so you know you see the love and tolerance from the uh, liberal left and another woman she had uh, blm babies lives matters and they were cursing at her and screaming at her for how to to dare to face the precious blm uh, logo and, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's sad to see how so many are anxious to want to kill a baby. I just, I do not get that. I will never understand it and worry if I did. 
you know, and we have to stand by our Christian convictions to preserve life. The sanctity of life is precious in the eyes of God. So the lunacy that we see in the liberal left is, is unbelievable. So, hey, just by me saying those things today, I could be raided by the FBI because I could be considered a right-wing extremist for dare to stand on God's word and to speak out against the lunacy of the liberal left. But so be it. Uh, hello, let's see. Debbie Jackson, Sir, Terry Hutchinson, Amy Oaks-Turner. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. All right, now let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Uh, we're going to look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 is what I'm going to read. However, the slide that I have is, is showing 3 and 4, but uh, because my Google was acting weird, I don't know if they were updating something or what, so I uh, wasn't able to find exactly the slide I was wanting, but I will read from God's Word in accordance with the slide here. But Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 1, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and, in one, and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. All righty. Praise the Lord for that good word. And uh, they were able to, to look at that this morning here. Uh, you know, we are, you know, when you look at dealing with relationships, let's, let's start off with that. There is a, um, in the uh, Kansas Journal World newspaper or whatever, uh, uh, this is out of Reader's Digest, uh, there was an ad in there that said, uh, we will oil your sewing machine and adjust the tension in your home for only one dollar, all right? So, we, nobody really cares about the sewing machine, but if you could adjust the tension in a home, I'm sure most people would gladly pay a hundred dollars, you know. Uh, relationships can be complicated. Uh, they're not always, you know, uh, uh, ideal and work the best in the world. Uh, you know, it's so funny when you see, you know, in fact, I got to do a wedding this Saturday. And, uh, of course, they're all starry-eyed and, and in madly in love and just so excited with anticipation. And uh, they think they're going to live happily ever after. And uh, I've got news for them, <laughs> you know, for one, you know, that uh, uh, that sweet, adorable girl. See, ladies, I hate to tell you, but uh, you all are, uh, how can I put it delicately without you all killing me afterwards? Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> let's put it this way. I remember this guy a few years ago in Texas, he divorced the day after his wedding, he divorced the woman and sued her for misrepresentation because after she removed her makeup, he said that she wasn't who she represented herself to be. So, you know, sometimes the, the female species, you know, it's very interesting. The female species is, uh, they are interesting. They are beautiful. They are fearful. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it is, uh, they put on the makeup, they, they put on uh, uh, a, a, a sweet and wonderful persona, and then once they get that man, gotcha, sucker. <laughs> 
So, but on the flip side, men can do the same thing. They can act like one way. Then when they, when they get married, women are like, what did I just marry? This guy's a lunatic, you know? So it's, it, it works both ways. I don't want to just pick on the women here. Men can put on a, a good act too. So all of a sudden they realize that, uh, wait a minute, this, 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 this person is different than really what I thought I was getting here, but maybe I can change them. And then you realize that that person is very stubborn and they're not going to change. And the more you try to change them, the more they're going to, 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 to stand their ground and not do it. And so it can create a lot of tension. Hey, even within church families, you know, we have tensions in relationships. And, uh, you know, so there could be a lot of backbiting, a lot of backstabbing. And it's hurtful. And you want to say, hey, I don't want nothing more to do with this individual because uh, they, uh, it, it, it really, you know, it's, it, you know, like a knife in the back. I mean, really, you know, I've had to deal with ex-members, uh, ex-employees that uh, wanted to uh, try to say disparaging things. My redneck side is like, you know what? Let's, uh, we'll go toe to toe. But the Lord says, no, that's not showing humility. That's not showing a Christian attitude. We just need to let it go. And that's between them and God. You just keep on keeping on. And so it's been, it's hard. It's tough. Uh, but that's why we have the Paracletos. That's why we have the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us in our relationships, whether it's a, it's a, sp a spousal situation, friendship situation, dealing with coworkers, dealing with church members. We have the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us. And so sometimes when tensions are high and you're trying to learn how to deal uh, with those situations, that's why we get to give that over to the Lord and let that, and let him help us to overcome and endure things that really, you know, sometimes we can blow things out of proportion and let the, let the Lord help us to deal with it in a biblical way. And, you know, sometimes if you're like me, the mouth runs faster than the brain thinks. And sometimes the best thing to do is just to take a step back, take a deep breath, and particularly if you're married, is this really worth fighting for? You know, is this really worth fighting over? You know, you have to pick and choose your battles, you know, uh, you know, I, um, uh, uh, you know, I have my, I know it's hard to believe, uh, this may come as a shock, but I have areas in my life where I can be a real jerk and a smart aleck and I'm hard to live with. I know it's, it's, it's a, it, I'm sure right now your jaw is dropped thinking that it's not possible, but sometimes you have to, you know, let people know your, your weaknesses in order to build them up. <laughs> So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a hard person to live with. I, I'm, I'm very routine oriented. Everything has to have its place. I like, you know, things a certain way. Uh, my wife is not so much as organized as, as I am. And uh, so sometimes it can create tension. And uh, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. It's my house, too. <laughs> So, but so it can create tension, and that's why you know sometimes uh you know is this really worth fighting about? Is it we should just let it go? You know, and uh, so I have to. There's a lot of times I have to just have to just let things go and uh, not fight over it. But that's true with any situation, anything you're dealing with. You know, just ask yourself: Is this worth worth battling over? You know, we're looking at some Philippians two one through four. You know, one thing that we, that we can look at here, let me bring us back over over here. Particularly, uh, we see here, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others 
better than yourself. You know, there's that's a problem with a lot of um, uh, whether seminary students, churches, uh, or just people in general. They're looking for self fulfillment, uh, and that's what they're wanting. They're wanting to put their own self interest above other people. That's why a lot of times we see in churches that it kind of becomes more of a pep rally or a self help seminar. Uh, you know, so you can be the better you. Now, here's the thing. You know, there's there is there's there's uh, a fine line there. Now, one we do do need to esteem others better than ourselves we need to, to show humility and be sure that we are putting other people our, our whether it's our wives our husbands uh, our family members whatever our friends or strangers we need to make sure we're putting people above our own self and make sure that we're serving God with humility at the same time because we are prideful people we can be selfish people the devil can use that to try to tear us down to say well you're nothing you're worthless and just and try to beat you down but that's when you have to stand victorious in the Lord and say I am special I am wonderful I am and created and made in the eyes of God and God will strengthen and encourage you but you can't just zero in and focus on yourself and I think that's a lot of problems we have within the church community in the fact that people want to sit there and say well I'm not getting that anything out of it because they're looking for self-fulfillment instead of putting themselves into it and saying, Lord, how can I be used for your service? How can I be used for your glory? How can I use what's being taught to glorify and honor you and esteeming others better than ourselves? See, we have to put away that selfish attitudes towards other people. And that if we have that kind of attitude, it will affect the dynamic of your relationships, whether it's marriage, friendships, or what have you. It will uh, uh, distinctly change your outlook on those things. Because if you're constantly focusing on trying to to esteem somebody better than yourself, then you don't have time to be selfish and nasty and hateful and spiteful. You know, just like I saw a, a, a meme the other day where it showed uh, a husband and wife in two separate rooms waiting for the other to text to apologize, but they're both so petty they're not going to do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, uh, that's happened here in my own home. You know, we're both so mad and petty. We're not in the, the, one of the other is not about to text and apologize. You know, but you know, I always have to be the far bigger person and go in and say, "Hey, I'm sorry," but that's the kind of man I am. <laughs> As you all know, I will be dead after this devotion, and uh, I do appreciate you all coming to the funeral, and uh, in lieu of flowers, you can give donations to your favorite charity, so, because I am going to die. She's going to come down here and beat me half to death. In fact, I might just stay in the basement today and lock the doors and hide in terror for so she doesn't kill me, but... Uh, Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, she's commenting. I better hurry up and get out of here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but so, you know, that's what the point is, my friends, you know, uh, keeping God first, you know, quit being so selfish, quit being so petty, quit being so self-centered. It focus on the Lord, esteeming others better than ourselves. Let's work on those relationships, whether it's in the church, because sometimes being dealing with church members, you know, that's, that's very much a family. And, uh, and it could be difficult and it could be tough. And that's why, you know, we have to pray for those individuals who just, you know, they may have a, a bad spirit about them that all they want to do is run their mouths and, and talk about you. And that's hard to, man, I'm telling you guys, it's tough. And just cause I'm a pastor don't make it any easier. And there's been a few people I'd love nothing more than get my hands on, but I know that's not the right attitude. And I have to pray about it and I have to pray for them. And that is hard to do because I don't want to pray. 
pray for them. And my, my natural inclination is to create pain, but that's not going to not going to solve anything. But I have to pray for them. And it's, it's hard. hard. You know, like, you know, some, there's, there's been times, times I'm like, like, Lord, be with so and so. You know, and I'm like, you know, the Lord's like, I have right attitude. I'm sorry, Lord, be with so and so. You know, so it's hard to do. Uh, but whether it's that or, like I said, any other kind of relationship, esteem them better than ourselves. And, uh, you know, if we do that, we have the right kind of attitudes. Because remember, God draws close to the humble, all right? So we want to show that humility before Christ Jesus and serve Him in every area and aspect of our lives. And that reclu- and includes our relationships, all right? And my friend says, before closing prayer, uh, be say a special prayer for my wife today. She has to have surgery, and uh, they're going to have to reverse her gastric bypass. And uh, so pray for peace uh, for her, the God, the doctor's hands, uh, for quick and easy healing and minimal pain, and everything will go well. And I would uh, deeply appreciate it. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. God, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Lord, help us to understand the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit that guides us, directs us, and helps us in our day-to-day attitudes, thinking, and uh, encouragement spiritually. Lord, help us, Lord, to work on those relationships in our lives. Help us, Lord, to esteem others better than ourselves. Help us not to be selfish. And Lord, remove those tensions that the devil wants to put in place to create problems, no matter if it's in the home or workplace or even at the church, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, to do what is right in your eyes, to know what is right, what we think is right in our own eyes. Lord, if watch and listen this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my family and friends who are watching and listening this morning. They you God, will protect them. Keep them safe and well. Lord, please be with our kids who are going to school, work, or play. Watch over protect them. Be with my wife today. Let the surgery go well and easy with no problems complications. And Lord, just uh, give her a peace. And Lord, just pray that you'll be with us all. Help us be a light in the storm of darkness and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And uh, remember uh, me as uh, I'm being beat to death after this devotion. And uh, <laughs> pray that uh, my life will have mercy upon my soul. So uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.